what the hell should we watch this weekend? Steve Stebbing is here. At least that's the endorsement that comes from Steve mm-hmm. Stebbing, is to yeah. watch more shows. Year-round. Uh, Year-round. Joining us from, from uh, Penticton, uh, BC, what the hell should we watch this weekend? Hi, Steve. Welcome back, Hello. my friend. Thank you. It's good to be back. Um, some exciting shows here. We've got the AV Club coming up here in a little bit. I was away for the big vote last week, so uh, very excited the way that one turned out. Ryan was very upset about it, and uh, but he's not here, so he can't complain. It's kind of like not voting, right, for the election. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to complain about the government if you don't vote. So exactly. you don't show up for work, yeah, you don't get a say. Slacker. <laughs> Uh, should we just get right into it here, Steve? You want to get yeah, into the movie? Yeah, let's do this. Should we do it? All right. Um, what the hell should we watch this weekend? The very first one is going to be The Flash. If you were to go into the past, you have no idea what the consequences can be. Bruce, I could fix things. You could also destroy everything. This can't be happening. Okay. I'm Batman. Now. Um, (laughs) this would be one of those ones to me that goes way too far in breaking down the proscenium, the third wall, the, you know, all those things and takes all of these different, uh, superhero folks and jams them all together into a movie that I don't get. And, uh, am I wrong in that? Well, I, I think I think it looks a lot bigger to you than it is because I, I think that the lineage in this movie is really only cramming into it's I mean, Flash is at the center of it because he's kind of the catalyst of it. But the other two superheroes that it's bringing into it, besides, you know, fleeting stuff of the Justice League, you know, your Wonder Woman, Aquaman and stuff is Batman and Superman. They're kind of the central things. And if we're being honest, when it comes to comic book, uh, comic book characters and ones that people know about in a broad sense, is there any character that's more that that's more notable than Batman and Superman at this point? Yeah, I get okay. I, no, probably not. Mm-hmm. To answer your question, I, I have concerns. So when you're done, I'm going to express my concern. Um, well, I mean, I I don't think uh, it it goes as deep as people are going to be super protective over this movie because I mean, it was a long and troubled process to get this movie. And now that we've got it, I mean, yeah, sure. There's some fan service in it. Michael Keaton. It's really cool to see him as Batman and Bruce Mm -hmm. Wayne again, especially as a fan from the 89 film. Um, But I mean, that's really as far as it goes because the movie uh, is, is kind of feels like a mess. Um, Ezra Miller, besides being, pretty unlikable because of their um extracurricular activities we'll say and and uh these these allegations and everything was pretty unlikable before even as barry allen and just doesn't really i don't know work in this film i don't even think i saw them blink which is like a weird <laughs> thing to think that is but weird. it's also I weird don't... that it, it doesn't say much for the movie that that's where your thoughts are paying attention to either mm-hmm. right and and there's so much absolutely soulless CGI in this film, and some of it really um, off. There's mm-hmm. something that just wasn't quite right about it, and it happens constantly. And another one I'll drop as just to finish this off is there's CG babies in this that just do not work whatsoever. We're just Ugh. almost terrifying to look at. So 
the way that I look at this, and, and maybe I'm you're you're the movie guy. I'm not the expert here. So, <laughs> oops, right. sorry, microphone's loud. Um, the um, so I'm not the expert here. But what what's occurs to me, it's like there was a movie, and they're like, hey, let's do a movie, and it's going to be about baseball, and we're going to build a baseball field, and then all these wicked ghosts, baseball ghosts, are going to show up. But our script mm-hmm. is so weak, we're also going to have. Darth Vader walk in and then Forrest Gump is going to play and then Marty McFly is going to show up and he's going to show up in his time machine briefly because our script is so weak that we just can't have a movie unless Jack from the Titanic pops in and says I'm king of the world like that's really what it starts to feel like you know what I mean I realize I'm stretching but you get I'm exaggerating for emphasis I mean you're right in certain degrees let's just say that maybe the script wasn't weak but the overarching Warner Brothers and studio feelings about Flash as a character just by himself. They did not have enough faith to give him just his own movie. Do you know what I mean? They didn't feel like people were interested enough in just the Flash. So then we bring in this whole Flashpoint stuff, which is a big comic book arc, which involves more parts of the DC universe and stuff because... Well, we're just scared that just a Flash movie is not going to have enough steam for audiences. Mm-hmm. And then in walks E.T. You know, <laughs> that's but that's what it's starting to feel like. It's like, hey, let's write well, a movie, and if it's no good, don't worry. You know, we'll we'll just have um um oh, what's his name, Soprano, Tony Soprano, show up. It'll be fine. I think that's a little broadening because all the dc universe like they're all still connected they've all still conversed it. within this universe so it's not like bringing it's not like bringing michael jordan from space jam into it like it, it's well that's a great example was the the new space jam movie that came out was such a stretch for all the warner brothers characters like, like every character in the history of everything yeah. was there and it was some sort of attempt to either reinvent them or add to a very, you know, it was an entertaining show, but it certainly wasn't very deep. It was a bland pimping of their IPs. That's all it was. Okay. Well, <laughs> at least I know I'm not crazy. Oh, what the hell should we watch this weekend? Um, that was a glowing endorsement, wasn't it? It's was very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I got to be honest. It, well, you do have to be honest, and they're not all winners. Uh, that's for <laughs> sure. It's, you know, it's like your exes, not all winners. Um <laughs> The not your exes. I wasn't saying you as in your. That was a broad statement for like all of us. Our exes. Then it sounds like we have the same ex. (laughs) I'm going to move on. Uh, The movie is called Elemental. Water is always getting into something. (laughs) And fire. As ordered. We run a little hot. Nothing like good burp joke make things work. Right. Yep. So brand new Pixar film uh, is set in this fantasy city where everyone is a different element. is fire, water, earth, or air. And uh, this follows the relation, the new friendship between a fire girl named Ember and a water guy named Wade. Uh, and almost a forbidden relationship, right? Ooh. Like Wade is fire and water. water guy. Can't right that's a pretty good one i i honestly i mean ever since i saw the the first trailers for this i i mean i i like a good pixar film i don't think that they've ever really struck out they've had films that are lesser than others uh but they've never done a bad film but there's just really wasn't anything about elemental that really kind of 
interested me uh, as far as the uh, the ad campaign and everything goes. I mean, one of the weaker ones to me was was uh, just as far as enjoyability to me was Inside Out, and it kind of reminds me a bit of like they're leeching onto a bit of Inside Out. Um, and I don't know, like it, it could absolutely surprise, but um, I mean, we're 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 in review times for it, and I haven't really heard anything about it. If you had to have one like element based superpower, what would you choose? The fire one's pretty cool, but like yeah. air means you can fly, right? Yeah, but and water, everything's made of water. If you can control water, you can control everything, and you can put out fire. Now we're getting to an Avatar Last Airbender conversation. See, right? <laughs> we should write a movie. Um, what the hell should we watch this weekend? SteveStebbing.ca if you want to find out what uh, Steve's up to. Extraction 2 is next. Tyler, you were clinically dead nine months ago. But you survived. You fought your way back. You just have to find out why. clinically dead nine months ago right so this is the luxury of this one is you can watch this one in your own home because it's on netflix exclusively uh sequel to the crips hemsworth movie where he plays tyler rake who is uh basically tasked with uh, dangerous extractions uh saving uh, hostages uh and in this one uh he is uh charged with uh saving a family from a georgian gangster and ends up uh setting off uh a pretty huge revenge plot and i don't know these movies are super entertaining they are a very hard r restricted as as far as the violence goes but the innovation in the action scenes is really entertaining and hemsworth just has charisma as a big action guy so uh i mean it's not gonna win any academy awards but it will entertain you for two hours and that's kind of the plan. My goodness. Okay. Uh, throwback on streaming and a little bit of fun, a little surprising, and a little bit of uh, body positivity, I would say, with the full Monty. You want to get yourself a proper bloody job. You could go places if you wanted. You're a dad. I just hope you don't wake up one day and realize what you've missed. You're pregnant. I'm not bloody pregnant. Thank God for that. Uh, okay, uh, it's a firefighter's calendar gone very sideways, but a, a good story. And I, you know, honestly, I had no idea that Hulu was doing this follow-up series 25 years later and, and kind of re-immersing us into these characters' lives. Um, and I love the film, the original film, so much. So um, as a fan of it, I was just kind of like, really taken aback that they made this but um i mean it's the same characters as you remember them just they've had 25 years of their life in sheffield um and their relationships have some of the relationships have frayed with their kids with their wives um with society with just how they look at the world and it's just it's just as charming as the original film was robert carlyle is still so damn cool and i love tom wilkinson uh this uh hulu show that's on disney plus right now is a winner and i tell I, people should check it out all right there you go full monty it's a it's a new follow-up 
kind of show thing. Now, Star Trek, this is uh, for, there's, we got lots of nerds here, uh, the Shifthead community. So this is the new version of the Star Trek. Yeah, this one? Um, yeah. Star it's Trek Strange New Worlds. Original. Prequel to the original season two. I sense a tension, a feeling that something's in the air. My God. Our job puts us up against death. like it but we do have to face it is this the jar jar binks to star wars into this version to star trek no uh so this i I mean in the original series like kirk wasn't the first captain in the first few episodes it was captain christopher pike and that is who anson mount plays in this series um which of these kind of new paramount plus uh star trek shows um, this is the most wildly celebrated one because it is kind of the closest to um, the feel of that original series. Um, each episode is more of kind of like a monster of the week or, or, or problem of the week type type procedural thing, kind of to the roots of the, what the show was before. And I mean, the cast is so good. You have, uh, I, I mean, Anson Mount playing Chris, uh, Christopher Pike. You have uh, Ethan Peck playing Spock, who's a really, really great Spock. And uh, Rebecca Romain as uh, number one, who is, uh, I just, I've loved her for years. So just for Mm, her to play kind of a heavy like this is very cool. Yeah. You've always had a crush on her. You shared that Oh, Mystique. She was Mystique. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, On my flight, Steve Stebbing, we got just give us like 30 seconds or less, uh, Steve. Uh, John Wick Chapter 4 was on my flight. I watched it. Mm. Two hours and 50 minutes. Uh, It's a John Wick movie, first of all. So it's a good movie. It's fun. But it's not a great movie. It was so much the same thing over and over again. I really didn't enjoy it until the last 20 minutes. Uh, I mean, watching it on an airplane to watching it on a big screen was very different for me. Yeah. I just thought it was so much the same thing over and over again. Still recommend it so long, though. Um, just found it tiresome, but uh, still worth the watch. Like, is it possible? I think it's okay to say that, you know, still worth the watch and still to put to, to close out the series or whatever may or may not come next. Still mm-hmm. worth it. But I, I, the first three, I was like, wow. Fourth one, I was like, whoa, that was lots of the same over and over again. I'm a little insensitive to, or uns, ins, desensitized to it. That's what I look for. 